Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. We could have several inches of rain. On top of that, wind gusts 50 plus miles per hour could lead to some power outages. Also looking at the potential for flooding in low-lying areas and some spots along the coastal areas. So just use caution out there this afternoon evening. Wraps up overnight in the 40s. Tomorrow near 50, windy but drying. I'm 70s meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff in the First Alert Weather Center. 38 degrees in Leesburg and Bowie. We're at 40 in Georgetown. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's top news, live, local, 24-7. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good morning, I'm John Doman. And I'm Michelle Bash. Coming up, what to do this morning ahead of this afternoon's worsening weather. I'm Neil Augenstein. Several area school systems canceling classes today or at least closing early because of this impending weather. Why a local restaurant owner is worried about the future of Chinatown. I'm Scott Gelman. 7 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Staples. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. A dangerous storm is sweeping parts of the nation with severe thunderstorm warnings and 70 mile an hour winds just coming in for parts of southeastern Alabama. CBS meteorologist David Parkinson. There is a risk for not just tornadoes, but ones that could be uh, strong or violent in nature, ones that could be on the ground for a long period of time, and ones that will be happening all during the cover of darkness. Parts of the Midwest expecting a foot or more of snow. The concern in the Northeast, torrential rain, along with coastal and river flooding. New developments in the case of the plane door that ripped off an Alaska Airlines flight over Oregon Friday night, landing in the backyard of a high school teacher near Portland. CBS's Jared Hill has an update. Federal investigators are trying to figure out what happened to the bolts that were supposed to hold the door plug in place. We have not yet recovered the four bolts that restrain it from its vertical movement, and we have not yet determined if they existed there. The NTSB's Clint Cruikshank's Boeing's 737 MAX line still grounded. Donald Trump is expected to be in court in Washington, D.C. today when his legal team argues an elections interference case should be dismissed. Correspondent Scott McFarlane. Former President Trump's team is going to argue he can't be prosecuted in his 2020 election conspiracy criminal case because he enjoys presidential immunity, that you can't be prosecuted prosecuted for official acts in office. Special counsel Jack Smith calls that a baseless argument that would give future presidents license to break the law. Either way, it could impact his March 4th trial date. Secretary of State Blinken is in Israel hoping to prevent the war with Hamas from widening. CBS's Cami McCormick. Oh, Israel continued its intense bombing of Gaza overnight, but has indicated it's entering a new phase of the war. Blinken called it incredibly challenging times, but he's been traveling through the region, meeting with Arab leaders, and hope to relay their thoughts to Israeli officials on a post-war Gaza. It's nice to be home when you're sick. Now researchers say it may actually help the healing process. Here's CBS's Natalie Brand. A new study finds that hospital-level care at home is an effective way to treat patients suffering from various issues, including heart failure, pulmonary disease, and cancer. Researchers from Mass General Brigham found low rates of mortality, less use of skilled nursing facilities, and less need for escalation when patients were taken care of at home instead of in the hospital. Waiting to hear about a mortgage? May have to wait some more. Loan Depot says it's been hit with a cyber attack that's delayed loan processing and phone service. This is CBS News. 
Staples stores provide innovative products and services for small business, remote workers and learners, even teachers and parents. Explore more at your local Staples store. 7.03 on Tuesday, January 9th. We're at 37 degrees. Wet, windy weather heading in. Highs in the 50s later. Morning, I'm Michelle Bash. And I'm John Doman with the top local stories that we're following this hour. And we are gearing up for some nasty weather today. Wind, rain, flooding all on the table here. And we may get a taste of it during the morning commute, but the brunt of it coming this afternoon. And it's already causing some schools to change their plans. First things first, you might want to make sure your trash cans and outdoor furniture are in the garage or shed. Be happy if you got it done this morning versus waiting to the pouring rain and the uh, stiff winds to try to pick up your stuff. Otherwise, it could be landing down the street at a neighbor's house. 7 News First Alert meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff says several inches of rain are expected this afternoon. That combined with some intense winds, we've got high wind warnings of the bay and eastward where they could have gusts to 60 miles per hour. Some schools are dismissing early since that's when kids would be heading home. Just with the high water coming up quickly, you know, with the winds really just helping just push it right up, I think that is part of the concern. Neil Oikenstein, WTOP News. Now regarding those school schedule changes, we have now learned this morning that Charles County Public Schools say they will close classes two hours early because of the expected weather. Howard County Public Schools are dismissing students three hours early today. Uh, Anne Arundel, Calvert, and St. Mary's counties also dismissing early. In Virginia, schools in Culpeper County and Spotsylvania County are closed today because of the expected weather. Stafford County Public Schools are dismissing two hours early. In Fauquier County, all secondary schools except Marshall Middle School are dismissing at 11 a.m. All elementary schools and Marshall Middle will dismiss at noon. You can read the full list at WTOP.com. And, of course, stay here with your weather alert station for updates throughout the day. Check back with us. In other news this morning, it's tough being a D.C. sports fan these days. First, you have word about the plans to move the Capitals and the Wizards from D.C. into Virginia. Now, the thing with the commanders. The head coach is out. It's been a lot of turmoil there over the last few years. At this point, we just wanted to take a temperature check. How are D.C. sports fans feeling? It's depressing. William Booker's lived in the area for 27 years. And yeah, his heart is with the Steelers and the Yankees, but he wants to support teams here, teams that are committed to winning. I was a season ticket holder for the Wizards for years, and it didn't feel like that was what their energy was. It felt like they were happy to have people in the crowd, but weren't really trying to make moves in the right direction. As for where the commanders go from here, Jay Haynes is feeling good about new owner Josh Harris and where he'll take the team. You can see us in the playoffs, maybe year or two with our next coach. Maybe a Super Bowl run after that. Shana Steele in WTOP News. His restaurant has been a staple of D.C.'s Chinatown neighborhood for nearly five decades. But now Tony Chang tells WTOP he's worried about what could happen to the area if the Caps and Wizards leave for Virginia. Very sad. I'll be gone. We see the beauty of Chinatown. But Tony Chang is worrying about whether that beauty will remain here in D.C.'s Chinatown neighborhood if Capital One Arena isn't hosting Capitals and Wizards games anymore. Many of his customers are fans. Before the game, uh, after the game, you know. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser is launching a task force to reimagine the neighborhood around the venue regardless of whether the teams leave. Chang says things haven't been the same in the area since the pandemic. We lose a lot of business, about almost. 50%. Some businesses have already closed. Everybody gone. I heard everybody cannot afford it. 
in, in Chinatown. In downtown D.C., Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Now we've been telling you about plans to appoint a convicted murderer to the D.C. Sentencing Commission, which makes recommendations to the D.C. Council to improve the fairness and effectiveness of sentencing policies. And Council Chairman Phil Mendelson is standing behind the choice. The Council is scheduled to vote today on Joel Castone to be one of 12 voting members on the panel, which includes judges and representatives from the prosecutor's office and the public defender service. He committed a horrible crime in 1994, murdered somebody, lied about it subsequently. Defending his choice of Castone, Council Chairman Mendelson says he was asked to name a former convict to the panel. The commission asked that uh, we... Appoint a returning citizen. U.S. Attorney Matthew Graves has criticized the choice of Castone, but Mendelssohn says placing former convicts on sentencing panels is a best practice in some states and an emerging trend in others. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Castone served 27 years in prison for killing an 18-year-old man back in a 1994 parking lot shooting. Castone says those years gave him a unique understanding of the impacts of prison sentences. Coming up after traffic and weather. Where Virginia and Maryland rank for people moving in. I'm Jeff Claybaugh. 708. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Let's go to Reedy Kessler in the WTOB Traffic Center. Well, let's update the situation on the Suitland Parkway. We had the crash inbound near Sheridan Road. That one has cleared, but now they're reporting a crash on the Suitland Parkway near I-295, possibly on the ramp from southbound 295 to the outbound Suitland Parkway. So just keep an eye out for response showing up in the area. We do have delays inbound from Branch Avenue headed towards Stanton Road, then approaching that earlier wreck near Sheridan headed toward 295. Northbound I-295 delay passing Laboratory Road. Southbound slows from Burroughs passing East Capitol Street and the inbound New York Avenue delays from South Dakota Avenue to the light at Bladensburg Road. We had the earlier wreck in Northwest 17th Street near L Street. That was a report of a crash. Uh, if you're on the Southeast Southwest Freeway, eastbound has a little bit of a delay passing Main Avenue, but then it looks good to the 3rd Street Tunnel. In Virginia, northbound 95 delays in Woodbridge and in Newington. Northbound 395 slows in Springfield headed toward Edsel Road. There had been a broken down vehicle on the shoulder. Eastbound 66 no longer seeing delays through Manassas. It actually looks good from Manassas headed all the way to the Beltway. Uh, in Maryland, northbound Route 1 at Route 100 was a report of a wreck. Northbound 301 near Brandywine Road, that was a report of a crash. Southbound 270 slows out of Urbana headed past 109. Then from Father Hurley Boulevard headed past 118. After that, pretty good shape headed in through Rockville to the Lane Divide onto either loop of the Beltway. The WTOP Traffic Center is Furnished by Regency Furniture. Celebrate Regency's 34th anniversary with savings up to 34% off furniture for every room. Regency Furniture, affordable, never looks so good. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. Now to the dicey forecast from 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff. Weather alert, we're tracking rain, wind, even some flooding across the area through the evening. It's going to be an intense day as a powerful storm system moves in from the west. Starting with some wintry weather in the mountains early this morning and then mid-morning, some showers develop across here in the metro area through the afternoon and into the evening. Very intense bands of rain, several inches possible, and then winds howling to near 50 miles per hour. We're under flood watches. We're under wind advisories and some coastal areas under coastal flooding concerns and even some high wind warnings. 40s tonight. The rain wraps up. The winds howl. Howling winds tomorrow near 50, but drying out. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff in the First Cert Weather Center. It's 38 in Rockville, 39 in Alexandria, and we have 38 degrees in downtown D.C. It's brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. 
It's 710, Money News at 10 and 40 past the hour on WTOP. JetBlue CEO Robin Hayes will step down next month and be replaced by the airline's president, Joanna Garrity, who is in line to become the first woman to lead a major U.S. carrier. Garrity joined JetBlue in 2005 and was taken on and has been taken on rather an increasingly prominent role at the New York based airline in recent years. It comes as JetBlue waits for a federal judge in Boston to decide whether it can buy Spirit Airlines in a bid to better compete with other bigger U.S. airlines. The Justice Department is trying to block that deal and a trial was held last fall. Every year, U-Haul tallies up one-way moves to see where people are going. And WTOP business reporter Jeff Claybaugh says there's a new number one on the list of states. Texas topped Florida for the first time in five years for most moves in. North and South Carolina and Tennessee round out the top five for most moves in. Virginia ranks number 10. Maryland's actually in the bottom 10. High-cost California tops the list for the most U-Haul moves out. The Los Angeles Times reports more than 700,000 people have moved out of California between 2020 and 2022. Coming up, flu appears to be a growing problem at this time of year. We will check in on how things are going with CBS News Chief Medical Correspondent Dr. John LaPook. He will join us next. It's 712. Save on seafood cravings at Whole Foods Market. Save on sustainable wild-caught sockeye salmon fillets for $12.59 per pound with Prime through January 9th. While supplies last, shop in-store or online. Terms apply. Today's Innovation in Government report highlights the government's IT modernization opportunities. Wayne LaRich, the Federal Civilian Field Chief Technology Officer and Solutions Architect for Palo Alto Networks Federal, says the SASE, or Secure Access Security Edge framework, is flexible to meet the user's needs. From a user experience perspective, SASE really brings that data plane and middle mile optimization. Everything that we've done on the back end and all the billions that have been spent on kind of that cloud-derived, cloud-delivered architecture, it benefits the user. And so that's really the most important thing, I think, when I talk to government customers as well. Security is important, but, you know, user experience is is very important. And if it's not beneficial to the user, they're not going to consume it. They're not going to use it. They're going to find ways to get around it. So that's really one thing that we've worked very hard to, to bring to bear with the service. Let Palo Alto Networks, Kerasoft, and their reseller partners help you imagine what your agency is capable of. Learn more at kerasoft.com slash innovation. The much-anticipated Washington, D.C. Auto Show returns to the Washington Convention Center Friday, January 19th through Sunday, January 28th. Auto manufacturers showcase their latest models. Indoor and outdoor ride-and-drives provide the ultimate automotive experience. And tailored pavilions with new features promise to deliver fresh and thrilling fun. Make plans for the whole family and immerse yourself in the world of cars and future mobility at the Washington, D.C. Auto Show January 19th through 28th. Tickets at WashingtonAutoShow.com. Why choose a Sleep Number Smart Bed? Because no two people sleep the same. Only the Sleep Number Smart Bed lets you each choose your individual firmness and comfort your Sleep Number setting. The Climate 360 Smart Bed is so smart, it actively cools or warms up to 13 degrees on either side for your ideal sleep temperature. The Queen Sleep Number C2 Smart Bed is now only $9.90. Plus, free home delivery when you add any base. Ends Monday. Prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii. To find a store near you, visit sleepnumber.com. Coming up, is a drop in interest rates helping the housing market in our region? We'll have more news in 60 seconds. At Uline, they know firsthand the road to success is an uphill climb. Uline started in the family basement and through hard work is now North America's most trusted shipping and industrial supplier. 
they get what it means to have the support of reliable, hardworking partners. So they keep 41,000 items ready to ship. Whether your company is still in a basement office or expanding cross-country, Uline will be there on your road to success. Visit Uline.com. Does your pet need surgery? We understand how nerve-wracking this decision can be from routine procedures such as a spay, neuter, or dentals to more complicated issues such as an intestinal blockage, mass removals, and even certain orthopedic procedures. Rocky Gorge Animal Hospital is here to help guide you on the most appropriate needs of your pet. We offer state-of-the-art surgery equipment including endoscopy and laser procedures performed by experienced and caring doctors. Make your surgical consult today at rgah at rockygorgevet.com. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. It's 7.15. I'm Michelle Bash. And I'm John Doman. Thanks for being with us here this morning. The holiday season has wound down, but cases of the flu are up. The CDC's most recent flu map from the last week of 2023 shows flu activity very high in both Maryland and Virginia. In D.C., data is not available yet for that week. Joining us live to talk more, CBS News Chief Medical Correspondent Dr. John LaPook. Good morning. What do we need to know about seasonal flu right now? Well, we're in the thick of it, not only in terms of flu, but in terms of uh, respiratory infections. In general, flu and COVID are increasing. RSV, respiratory syncytial virus, is up in some areas and down in others. I just got a notice yesterday from the New York State Department of Health. I'm in New York City recommending that all healthcare and res- and residential facilities in New York State institute a facility-wide masking policy. So, you know, we're in the thick of it. Typically, the peak of all this kind of stuff is in February around here. So what does this sort of tell you that it's getting this uh, severe, this early here in the month of January? Well, we I was looking at the maps. We actually, you know, flu and RSV actually both started a little later this season than last season. Uh, you know, so um, we haven't reached a peak yet. And in terms of COVID, um, just from November 11th till December 30th, hospitalization went up 20 percent and death went up 12 and a half percent, according to the CDC. So, um, you know, this is a time when I think, you know, people really have to start remembering the, the CDC's recommendations about vaccines. There are vaccines for all three of those. Uh, CDC recommends RSV vaccines to protect adults ages 60 and older. Um, and to protect infants, there's a, there's a, there's a, from severe RSV, the CDC recommends an RSV vaccine for people who are 32 to 36 weeks pregnant. And, you know, you can even give a monoclonal antibody to the baby after birth. Of course, they recommend everyone six months and old to get an annual flu shot as long as flu viruses are spreading. And, um, and they also recommend this COVID-19 vaccine. You know, only 19% of adults got the, the latest vaccine, and, and the, the ones previous to that do not give as much protection to the current strain out there. Well, quickly, do you have a clinical pearl of the week for us? I do. Um, <laughs> you know, remember now, especially with these viral infections, antiviral medications treat viral infections. For example, Tamiflu can prevent serious uh, illness from flu if given early enough, like within 48 hours of symptom onset. But antibiotics do not treat viral infections. And of course, there's an overuse of antibiotics and that leads to antibiotic resistance, all sorts of other problems. So that's my clinical pearl for the week. All right, that is Dr. John LaPook, the CBS News Chief Medical Correspondent. 
Now, traffic and weather on the 8th, starting with the traffic part and Rita. Well, let's look at the delays in the district on the inbound Suitland Parkway. That's our trouble spot right now with your delays before Branch Avenue headed to the light at Stanton Road. The earlier wreck that was near Sheridan Road should be cleared out of the travel portion of the roadway. However, Suitland Parkway near Firth Sterling, that's a report of a crash. So the delay heads there. Uh, after you get past it, it looks good crossing the Douglas Bridge. Southbound DC 295 delays from Burroughs all the way to Pennsylvania Avenue. Northbound I-295 slows passing Laboratory Road headed toward Joint Base Anacostia Bowling and inbound New York Avenue. The delays from South Dakota Avenue headed to the light at Bladensburg Road. In Maryland, inbound 50 delays after 202 headed toward New York Avenue. It is northbound Route 1 at Route 100 in Elk Ridge. A single lane gets by the crash. Temporary stoppages are possible at times, so something to keep in mind. You might want to give yourself some extra time getting through there. Southbound on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, slowing approaching 175. More volume between 198 and 197, but nothing major. Outer loop top side of the Beltway. That delay is from New Hampshire Avenue around toward University, but then not a bad trip. Looks like we have a crash on University Boulevard uh, headed in the eastbound direction at 29 Colesville Road. So keep an eye out for any response there. Southbound 270. Your delays are from uh, out of Urbana off and on passing 109. Then we're seeing a slowdown in Rockville headed toward 28 uh, and Montrose Road. Then it's good to the lane divide onto either loop of the Beltway. Northbound 95, a little heavy Dale City into Woodbridge in Springfield. Then 395 delays from Duke Street towards Seminary. Northbound 234 Dumfries Road at Waterway Drive, a report of a wreck. The WTOP Traffic Center is furnished by Regency Furniture. Celebrate Regency's 34th anniversary with savings up to 34% off furniture for every room. Regency Furniture Affordable never looks so good. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Eileen Whalen. I was looking at the radar a little bit ago, and this storm is massive, stretching over the Gulf of Mexico, Central Kansas, South Dakota, right now. Yeah, I mean, it really is wild. If you open up your first alert weather app right now and click on the radar, you're going to see just how expansive this storm system is. So for us right now, I'm already starting to see a little bit of some rain move into our southwestern zone. So uh, rain now moving into parts of Prince William County. I'm seeing a little drizzle reported right now uh, around the Ashburn area. Uh, we also have a little bit of some snow. Wondering if the snow is actually hitting the ground uh, in Hagerstown and then more of that snow uh, west as you get into spots like Cumberland. Berlin and Fredericksburg, and then seeing that change over to rain right now from Winchester to Seaven City. I'd say rain probably moving into the metro here just within the next hour, and then it's pretty much going to be raining all day. Uh, we are on a storm alert, uh, an impactful weather system for us. I really think the highest impacts that you're going to notice and feel will be this evening. We have a flood watch that's going to start at 1 o'clock this afternoon and will continue through 7 a.m. tomorrow. We also have a wind advisory that's going to start at 3 o'clock this afternoon and will end at 1 a.m. on Wednesday. So wind gusts uh, during that wind advisory time will range between 40 and 50 miles per hour in the D.C. metro. Areas along the Chesapeake Bay have the potential of seeing wind gusts up to 60 miles per hour with a strong southeasterly flow. We have the risk of some coastal flooding. And then on top of it, we are going to be seeing uh, rainfall totals between about one and two inches. So flooding definitely a concern. So keep that in mind, especially for the evening drive. Temperature wise, we're going to start off in the 30s. We'll climb to near 60. uh, And then tomorrow, 
dry but windy. Right now, taking a look at temperatures across the board, uh, we're sitting at 41 degrees right now in uh, Brandywine. We're sitting at 38 degrees in Leesburg and 41 right now downtown. All right, Eileen, thank you for the update. It's brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air, trusted same-day service, seven days a week. And up next, a long-serving congressman from our region is running for re-election again at 722. The BMW i4 M50. It's 100% electric and 100% BMW. Experience the power of over 500 horses stampeding at a whisper as BMW M-engineered handling takes you through every twist and turn. The complete suite of intuitive technology keeps you connected. The pure performance keeps your heart racing. The BMW i4 M50. Silence has never said so much. BMW, the ultimate electric driving machine. Lisa 2024 BMW i4 eDrive 35 for 499 per month. Visit BMWCenters.com. This is John from 2060 Digital, and our partners are asking what will be the most significant trends for digital marketing in 2024. With a growing number of tools and privacy policies, digital advertising is becoming more complex. It's critical to tie your marketing spend to business results. To prepare for the new year, review your website analytics, ads platforms, and internal systems to ensure they work together to provide a clear ROI. For more questions and tips, visit us at 2060digital.com slash DC. Want to know what's on the road ahead of you? Check with WTOP for traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8s. They're a must for every driver. Okay, you've got your seatbelt on, you've got the car started. What's next? Check my mirrors. Uh... Check the traffic report on WTOP. Now you got it. WTOP traffic updates anytime you're on the road. WTOP News. Facts matter. It is 724. Campaign 2024 here at WTOP, and he served Maryland's 5th Congressional District since way back in 1981. And Congressman Sandy Hoyer says he's filing for re-election. In a statement, the 84-year-old says he's blessed with good health and strength and believes he has more work to accomplish on behalf of his district. Among that work, he says, ensuring the relocation of the FBI's headquarters to Greenbelt and making sure that it's fully funded. Sports at 25 and 55. Dave Preston is here. College football's national championship game saw Michigan beat Washington 34-13, scoring a pair of fourth-quarter touchdowns to put the Huskies away. Fauquier County native Blake Corm rushes for 134 yards and two scores, telling ESPN. We came back as a team. We came back as brothers. And this is what we came back for. We came back to get a natty, came back to win from Michigan, and we did it. I'm just so blessed. I'm kind of speechless. Just trying to take everything in. It's the Wolverines' first title since 1997. NBA Wizards lose to Oklahoma City, 136-128. to The Thunder shoot 59% from the field, 14-28 from three-point range. NFL commanders will interview San Francisco Assistant General Manager Adam Peters for their front office opening. They've also asked permission to speak with Dallas Defensive Coordinator Dan Quinn regarding the head coaching vacancy. Managing partner Josh Harris feeling those two jobs are separate. My orientation, obviously, is that... Um, being uh, a, the head of football operations, being in essence the, in that lead role, that's an 80-hour-a-week job. Uh, being a head coach, that's an 80-hour-a-week job. Um, I think there are two roles there. Washington coming off its second straight last place finish in the NFC East. Men's College basketball, Howard over South Carolina State, 82-78. to Seth Towns, 17 points.